Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Truzzi. And today we rocket into space, uh, not racing, not rolling, but jumping into space in the <laughs> third iteration of the Race and Roll to the Galaxy universe of games and uh, the game Jump Drive. Uh, this is another game by Thomas Lehman, and uh, this is his, like I said, the third iteration of the Race to Get the Galaxy or Roll to the Galaxy structure, but this is widely regarded as Race to the Galaxy Light. So uh, if you ever heard of Race to the Galaxy, one of the things you probably heard about it is that it does have a certain complexity and density to it and can be hard as uh, to intro to new players or can be somewhat inaccessible to new players. And to get over that concept, uh, Thomas Lehman des designed this game, Jump Drive, which is a slimmed down version of the same concepts in a card game. All right, so we're going to give you our thoughts about it. Uh, it is published by Rio Grande Games. And uh, let's see, artists are Martin Hoffman, Klaus Steffen, Mirko Suzuki, and Jens Weiss. Very similar art for our work. I think actually a lot of the same artwork um, from the other two games. But uh, anyway, how do we play this one? All right. So uh, if you're familiar with Race to the Galaxy or Roll to, Through the Galaxy to the... I can't even remember. I own, <laughs> I that's the one I own. Roll <laughs> for the Galaxy. Roll, yeah, Roll for the Galaxy. That's what it is. <laughs> I had to look over at my shelf real quick. Uh, there's, there's the, they both kind of have the same similar thing of, all right, you pick what action you want to do. And then depending on whatever actions picked, you can do all of those actions that does not exist here. That is gone. That, that core mechanic does not exist. Uh, this is, this is a, just a, a pure building your galaxy game with cards. So, uh, essentially depending on how you want to start, you can either go with the suggested like first game thing or as i think most people and i do is just just go with what the natural rules are to the game uh essentially there's going to be four separate cards that are just available to everyone to purchase that are just set out in the middle uh there's some tokens that are used later on and i'll get to those but essentially the deck is shuffled and everyone is given seven cards uh in the base game they're given five specific cards but uh, when, you, when you're actually playing the game, you'll get seven, and you will discard two. So you'll be down to five cards. Now, <clears throat> the mechanic in this game that is the same is that these cards are what you're building in your galaxy, but they're also what you pay to build your galaxy, just like in the original uh, race, uh, race for the Galaxy. So what you're going to do is on your turn, you're going to pick one or two cards to put face down, uh, and the, everyone else will do the same. This is a simultaneous play game. Uh, and then you will flip over whatever cards you decided to build, or essentially uh, conquer or develop, uh, and you will pay the cost in cards. Now, the if you build one thing... It's pretty simple, and you get some bonuses. And in this game, just like in the other games, there are developments, and there are, I guess, worlds, or, yeah, worlds, basically. And they are either non-military or military worlds. Um, if you build just a development, you pay whatever the number is minus one, so it gets a little bit cheaper to build. Uh, if you decide to go for a world, if it is a non-military world, you pay the full cost of what it, what it is. So if it's a uh, has a three on it, you would pay three cards. Uh, if it is a military world, you don't pay any cards. You just have to have uh, the requisite amount of military on any cards that you have out already. Yeah, you're basically um, taking it over. You're invading it as right. opposed to purchasing it or spending resources to... Yeah. 
discovered or whatever. A hostile takeover. Yes. Um, and if you did that, again, if you did only just one world on your turn, then you get to draw a card. So it's, in a way, it's a little bit the reverse of when you do uh, a development. Instead of getting something cheaper, it's technically cheaper, but you have to have the upfront cost to do it. Uh, and then the other option you can do is to play two cards. If you play two cards, you can play one development and one world. Uh, but in this case, you don't get any discounts or bonuses you just have to pay the full cost for both of them so if you played a three development and a two world you'd have to pay three cards for the development and two cards again assuming it's non-military for that world and you don't get to draw any cards and so basically it's going to cost you a lot but you get a lot out there uh, after you've essentially flipped over and paid for your cards you will then look at that card and determine two things you'll determine how many victory points you've earned well, and I can't remember if they have some special term for uh, what what the victory points are. I think it's just victory points. I think it's just victory points, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and you also determine your new income. So uh, basically you'll look at that new card and go, all right, this card says it earns like either five victory points or it earns a certain amount of victory points for X amount of things that I have on all the cards on display or you know, it could be that it earns no victory points. Uh, and then you'll also add up any victory points that you earned in the previous round to that because every single one of your cards will earn victory points. It has an interesting way of keeping track of those points, and I'll kind of loop back around to that. But you'll also keep track of your income, so any additional income, you'll just kind of keep a running tally of that, which it, it's, there's, no, there's no interesting way of keeping track of your income in this game, but there is an interesting <laughs> way of keeping track of the victory points. I uh, actually included some uh, 20-sided dice that uh, I can just keep track of my income on. Uh, after that, uh, the, you just play another round. You continually play rounds until one player has earned 50 victory points. And once a player has earned 50 victory points, the game ends after that round. Uh, and the person with the most victory points wins the game. Uh, now, back to that keeping track of that victory points. Essentially, what you're doing is you're always keeping how many victory points you earned in the round underneath whatever card you played that turn. So if if you played a, your first card you played earned you one victory, you're going to put a one little victory point chip underneath that card and then the next round you'll you'll tabulate whatever the victory points are for that and then you can use the previous rounds of victory points to go and I add this. Now it gets a little bit complicated especially if some of your previous cards change how many victory points they are. So for example, if your previous card earns uh, extra victory points for, I don't know, it's like uh, a chromosome symbol. I'm not really sure what the heck it is. And the card you just played has a chromosome. That means you're going to be scoring an extra point. It's a little bit complicated and fiddly but uh, it still kind of works if you're not doing anything too crazy, which most of the time you probably won't be. But uh, you definitely have to keep track. Um, I did not mention one thing. If, if on your turn you don't have any cards you want to play or can't play any cards, essentially you can't afford it or you're not willing to give up certain cards to do that, you do they have the option of taking one of those tokens I mentioned earlier, uh, which is essentially just to explore. So you uh, take uh, one of those tokens from the public area, place it out in front of you to say, I'm just going to be exploring. I'm not playing anything. You'll draw two cards plus any eye symbols that you have. Uh, so if you had, say, four eye symbols out on your tableau, you draw two plus four, so you draw six, but then you have to discard however many eye symbols. So you're only ever gaining two cards total, but you have a choice of what you want to keep. 
Um, I also mentioned that there are four cards on display. They're all the same. The survey team cards, uh, it's a one development, uh, and it has zero victory points and uh, one income, but it also comes with uh, two eye symbols and a military. There's a limit to one per player on those. Uh, essentially, it's if you really have nothing, you always have at least one thing to help you out if you want to go in that direction. Uh, but basically, that's pretty much most of the game. You're just kind of trying to build your income and build your victory points and kind of getting a flow going and trying to be the first to 50 or more points. That is the game. There we go. That is Jump Drive. Um, yeah, this is really interesting structure. Having played uh, Race and Roll for the Galaxy, uh, this is a nice... Uh, I definitely get why it's called Race for the Galaxy Light. It is much lighter of a game, yeah. but, it, but it is also quite a different game, even it though is. there's some very big similarities. It's uh, it's different, for sure. It stands by itself, which is which is actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when you first mentioned this game, and I'm just like, mm, I already have Roll for the Galaxy. Do I really want this? Right. Uh, but it, it, it definitely is much, it's different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same concepts, though. I mean, the same broad concept. So it is a, there's a familiarity there, which is really cool, and it is definitely in the same universe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was really surprised at how it stands out on its own. So, um, yeah, let's get into that, too, because this is one that I brought up that I forced you to buy. <laughs> and uh, So was it worth the purchase? Did you guys enjoy your plays? Yeah, we definitely enjoyed our plays. Um, I... Uh, the the first few plays were interesting. I I tended to blow Liz out of the water. Uh, we we played mostly two player games, so we didn't we didn't play anything other than two player games. But uh, I the first few games I blew her out of the water, and then the last games she blew me out of the water. So the one thing I wish I could say, and we played probably like four games, is that it was a clo- it was never a close game. It was usually like oh yeah they're gonna win. That's I think the one. <laughs> negative i have but again i've only played four times i i enjoy it but i don't like that some there are those times where it's just like oh yeah you've got like when i was losing i just had like no income going i was sitting there going i have literally i had one income for the first five rounds which is bad because the game only lasts about seven or eight rounds right before before someone takes over i had good victory points going but my income was horrible so i actually had to do the taking a token and just exploring twice which once is bad enough it's it's not too bad but once you have to go for the the second explore in like round six it's you're you've pretty much given up at that point i just could not draw into the right cards and i was looking for i'm like i just need some worlds i had one turn where i drew seven cards and they were all developments and i'm like what the heck? This, <laughs> this isn't. How does that happen? I was looking for. I had such a discount on building worlds that I'm like, that's gonna be my strategy, and it right, just right. fell apart. And I'm just like, ah. And I talked to Liz about it later. She's like, you know what? I th- those other games that we played where you blew me out of the water, I kind of felt the same way. Where I was just like, I was never gotten to a groove. I was just like one or two steps off, and I just couldn't draw into the right things. Where in the games where I was winning, I was always drawing. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly. Right. What I needed. Like, I think the first game I went with a heavy, uh, I think it's Galactic Trendsetters, which essentially for every one you build, they give you points for every other one you have built. So, mm-hmm. And take keeping track of those victory points was like 
utterly. I'm just like, okay, so wait. This one earns me, let's see, I have five by now, so that's two for everybody. That's a 10 points for this one. But then in the last round, I earned that many points. But because each of the one, is that eight, is that, is that eight more? Oh, no, hold on. Let me, so I got, it got really screwy, but it it worked. I, I just kept drawing them. It, it fell into my lap. And then there was another one where I went heavy military. Right. And and throughout the game, I'm just like, if I can just find a card that like gives me points for military, this would be awesome. And in the last round, that's exactly what I, I'm like, this is exactly, I, 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 all I, it, I, it gave me like one point for every military I had. And by that time I had like 10 military. So I'm like, perfect. This is exactly the piece, the, <laughs> the piece de resistance of my entire tableau. And it, it worked great. Whereas Liz, she was just like, I, I'm, I keep, she was on the other side of, I'm just missing something. Right. And I feel like most of the games that we played, it's always the person who loses was the one who was just missing something. And, uh, I, I don't like that, but I do enjoy the game. How how are your plays? Yeah, similar. I think I think that sort of touches on the weakness of it. Our plays were good, but I feel like that is like the weakness of this game is that is that it is still a game of cards, and there is a fair amount of luck of the draw to it. Um, there are a lot of options with your hand, but it's it's are you going to be able to fulfill that strategy in time to be in contention to win? <laughs> um, <laughs> And so that's sort of the thing. The nice thing about that, once again, this is another game where the flip side of that is it's pretty fast. And so yeah. you're going to be able to play this game probably a couple times. And so it's like, man, I just didn't get anything going that time. Ah, oh, let's go one more time. See if I can get something going this time. And it's going to be a different game. It's going to feel a little different. And it'll feel like you probably have different or different options for sure each time. Assuming you shuffle the deck <laughs> and don't just <laughs> take care to redistribute the same hands and everything. Um, so, yeah, that is... I. I definitely feel like that is its its main weakness is is but it's not dissimilar to other games where I feel like to a degree there is um, that um, a lot of those games though take out that effect by having a market like I was thinking of um, Star Realms Star Realms is that as well and there are mm-hmm. some times where you're just not. It, that does have a market, but even in the market, you might the card might be bought that you really need or could use, and then suddenly the market just sucks for you, and you just don't have great options. So you got to make do. This not having that market, um, it, I feel like it suffers from that a little bit more of the luck of the draw. However, it is interesting with the explore option that you can suddenly filter through the a few bunch of cards from the deck to um, go after what you need. And that uh, what's the card? Uh, that everyone can have one of um what are those called uh there's actually f- a few of them but the ones that are available to everybody are called the survey team survey team, there are a few yeah. other ones in the deck where you can only have one of them too but. right yeah but the survey team is available at the right away from the game you can only ever have one and you it's, you have to choose an action to get it and or purchase it but it is an immediate um ability to uh search for uh three extra cards go through three extra cards of the deck five total go through five total cards of the deck and then choose the two that you want so i don't know i did like that i feel like it does take care of that lacking strategy however being such a fast <laughs> game it's usually like ah crap i just did get it going in time so yeah. um uh but i but once again like i said i think that's a pretty minimal complaint in the considering how quick it is and how interesting the combinations can be and now even for such a light game there's still that like 
uh, some analysis paralysis in a very limited degree of just like, oh, I've got all good options here, but I don't want to get rid of any of these cards. Yeah. <laughs> so it hurts to, to throw away some of those cards sometimes, even doing yeah. something that's really good. So um, that's kind of the fun of the race and roll games in that universe, though. They all sort of have that feeling to it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it a lot. I was surprised as well. I thought I would be just kind of just um, I I kind of prefer roll just because I think it's a little more accessible. And so I thought it would be kind of like that because I really liked roll for the galaxy. Um, but I was very surprised and happily surprised that it was sort of stood on its own. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's fast and it just it it makes you willing to try other strategies I, th- yeah. I feel like the first the first time we played and i had that really killer um galactic trendsetter strategy i'm like oh god now i feel like i'm just gonna fall into that strategy every time right but the because the game is so fast and because of the luck of the draw thing you either can't or you don't really care to like even if i even if i had drawn into a hand that was like hey go for it again i think i would have just been like no no i don't want to it's gonna go so quick it doesn't really matter but like the chances of you getting a hand that says hey this is what you should go for is unlikely so it right i like that the game there there are plenty of games where it's just like well i'm going with the same old strategy i use every time and right. i i it, it, it that can be nice in some games but i didn't want that to be the case. I'd, I would hate for it to be a situation where it's like, no, you just got to go. The only way to win is to go for the Galactic Trendsetters thing. And it's just that one game, it just really worked out. I just kept falling into the right cards. In every other game I've had, I'll usually see, maybe see like two of those cards rather than five that I saw right. last time. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, I love the combinations in here. That's another thing I just was really, I've kind of felt the same, had the same worry that it would just be, ah, it's a much more limited game. And the one thing that's amazing about race and roll is that they have just, just seemingly infinite strategy possibilities um, to uh, combine in cool ways. And so it was really nice to see that, that for in a large degree that was kept up here and, and, and going through that deck to find those cards, I, fe- I feel like that's a great mechanism that they kind of made this game. Like, if they didn't have mm-hmm. that, I feel like the game would have fallen pretty flat. Yeah, definitely. Like, well, I just have to kind of depend on what's coming up. So, um, <laughs> nice. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. I was, I felt bad because I know this one is not as easy to get, <laughs> and it's not as cheap <laughs> as some of these takeout games that we can find. So I was like, oh, God, I hope they like this one. <laughs> no, I was able to find it just fine. Good. And I think it was like $25. All right, that's not too bad. Not terrible. All right, sweet. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into the takeout, how uh, how this will work with taking out. Um, once again, this is going to be a pretty good one. Any deck of game and a deck of cards, uh, although this one has... Did you guys use the uh, victory point trackers? Or did you just, uh, like, keep track of the some chips? Other way? Yeah. Yeah, we use the chips. How else are you supposed to know how many chips, you, how many victory points you scored in the last round? <laughs> I of just course use my we phone. use the chips. <laughs> I, I, you can definitely use the chips, but I find them like, <laughs> I just, I use my phone several times. I'm like, that's just easier because <laughs> they, uh, it's just this pile of chips. Also, this box is ridiculously oversized. It's just oh, yeah, the box massive. is. And it's a small box. I made a whole new box. In a week, I made a whole new box for it (laughs) that is like a fourth of the size. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But um, yeah, the chips, I mean, it's the same chips from Roll and I think the same ones from Race. Um, Yep. Yep. And and so it's the same same ones there. And so they're cool. I like that. I do like their breakdown, but um, 
I don't know. I, it, the one thing that I would, the only thing that I would say against taking it out is the annoyance of having those tons of those little chips all over the table or in and keeping track of those, which you could just get around. That's not a big deal, but for me personally, I find that extremely annoying. <laughs> so, especially because I am just accident prone, knock things over all the time. So I find that I just either knock them on, off the table constantly, and so that's maybe more my issue than anyone else's. But I think it's the biggest hang up is that you'll have these uh, victory point chips. Um, on the table. Other than that, you will have a deck of cards, the draw deck of cards. You will have your survey team stack of however many players are playing in the middle of the table, one for each player playing, so they can grab that through the game if they want to. And then you will have um, your personal hand, and then you will have your slowly building empire in front of you of development cards and worlds that you are conquering or developing. Um, and that will, I don't know, I, what do you, th- what would you say, like by the end of a typical game, that tableau would be, I mean, it depending changes, on how, but it changes, it's usually, again, it, it lasts about seven or eight rounds. So you'll probably yeah. play, mm, cause some, at some least rounds, a card around, at least a card around, unless, unless you had as bad luck as I did in that last <laughs> game I played. Right. Uh, I mean, at most, I'm going to say you're probably going to play, 10 cards sure maybe 11 if you're if you like are drawing into Solid. just like yeah. really cheap things possibly but uh i mean i'd say 10 and you kind of have to line them up although like, you can you can overlay them a little bit usually if i build two cards in one turn i'll just kind of place them on top of each other unless they have important information to say you know oh these are going to cost you something cheaper or you get extra things for this but uh you can you can kind of scrunch them in there a bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I because I'd agree with you. You do need to know the text or read the text because they all have some attribute um, that they're going to be powering up. You, you like I said, you probably could double some that don't have like a power they're continuously doing. Um, anyway, so there there are ways, but there is going to be a tableau in front of you about ten ish cards, and so that's at least around a foot. Um, or so of width, but it's going to be one row. And so, I don't know, I guess if you're eating, you put something in front of you or you could put that in front of your plate, however. So it is pretty like maneuverable around food and drink, but, um, but you are going to need to see all of your cards. Once again, it doesn't matter whether you see anyone else's cards, really. There really is very little player-to-player interaction. Like the other uh, games in this universe, it is kind of a solo game together. It's sort of that style of game where you're sort of trying to build your own engine. But um, so, yeah, that's kind of a nice thing, too, is not having, not really having to pay attention to what everyone else has got. Unless, there I mean, there are a few points. cards that yeah, there's a will... Couple. Yeah. There's a few where you'll get extra income based on what someone else has or extra victory points based on what someone else has. But yeah. uh, they're, not, they're not gigantic. They're, and usually other people don't have to pay attention to what you've played on that turn. So, right. You know. Yeah. So you want to at least see what everyone has, but you're not going to need to look that closely really it's and it's very visible because yeah. um, usually based on like planets and and so um or maybe technology too you kind of curious what they're doing might help you to see how good they're doing uh i guess that is the other benefit of having the point chits out and visible you do see <laughs> uh how far people are going because right the um the at the beginning you're gonna feel like oh i got a point cool and then and then suddenly it's gonna like it's basically it sort of feels like it's exponentially growing as your it really does. points just like boom boom and then you're having these huge point swings as the game uh, gets close to the end so uh knowing that you can kind of know how far someone is um so i don't know maybe i just need to get some more of those bulls 
um, <laughs> of chits. Or maybe you need nicer chits. They do sell really nice plastic ones online. <laughs> I'm not buying yet. plastic chits for this game. <laughs> I, <laughs> although, I guess they would work across all three games, so fair yeah, enough. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but anyway, Wait, hold yeah. on a second. Do you not use the chits in the other games? No, I do use them in the other game. I just for a oh. small like takeout game, I thought ah, this is kind of <laughs> annoying. <laughs> but uh, I do use them for the other ones for sure. Okay. So I would get my monies out of them if I did have to get the chat plastic ones if I felt it was an issue. But uh, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So I think pretty good marks. It's it's because of the fact that you have to have most of the cards just sort of displayed. It's a little bit. I don't know. It's I I feel like I was gonna say like it's a little bit harder to take it up, but not really. It's I think the fact that it plays so fast, it yeah. doesn't matter. Because usually, fair, if yeah. like if the game was longer, it'd be like ah, oh, I'm still taking up so much of the table. Not right. gonna find spot for this. The thing is, once you get to those points, it's like usually you've yeah. kind of at least someone on the table is like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. This game is gonna be over real quick, and so it's just like all right, it, we're good. Whereas yeah. there are other games where it does take up a lot of room on the table, and you're going, "Gosh, I don't know what I'm gonna." It's it, like even right. at the end, you're like, "God, I know there's a way I can milk one more thing out of this." With with this game, it's much more of a, "Yeah, these the, I only have these cards." Like, the, there's rarely a time where it's like, "Well, which one's gonna be better for me?" And no, it's like this one. This one's the one that's gonna be better. Play this one. Why aren't you playing this one yet? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The, that's a really the good point. Speed makes up for the any slight inconvenience in space i think yeah no I, I would totally agree with that that's a good point so um anyway high marks for taking out um the um the vibe of this game is it's pretty good it's like i said because of the speed it's it's a little more it's a little lighter than like i i've played games of roles but or even race even more where you're just really like trying to figure out your strategy and you're just sort of in your head and it's a very quiet game <laughs> this game <laughs> has more potential to be more table talk and communicative as things are coming up and you're sort of watching what someone else does and kind of thinking about looking at your hands and thinking about what you might do but uh, it also gives you room to to talk a bit more it is a cerebral game to a degree uh, it's not as light as some of the other games we've reviewed but there's definitely room for table talk and uh, discussion it's not going to be you're not going to be sweating bullets trying to figure out your next turn <laughs> too bad um yeah Let's see what else. Um, I think that pretty much covers it for taking out uh, pros and cons of the game. Who wouldn't would like wouldn't like this game? I think we've covered a little bit of that. If you if luck bugs you, then this does have a fair amount of it within the draw deck and kind of what's coming up for you. That is that will come into play. Um, but but the, you can mitigate it a little bit. Right, exactly. So you can you can offset it. There is at least an ability to offset it. You're just you're not just beholden to it the entire game you feel like you have some agency there so i think even if you're someone who's just like ah, i prefer not games that are based around luck this one won't be too bad it, it definitely will feel like uh, it's there but it's not overwhelming and like we keep saying it's it's quick it's really quick so for a meaty cool combination card game um it's this is surprisingly fast so it, it uh we keep coming back to the speed <laughs> No wonder it's called Jump Drive. It's all Jump. about blasting through space. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Would your mom like it? I would say not in a million years. No. Not in a million years. Yeah, this is just not going to be her game for a variety of reasons. Uh, it's all just that for almost pretty much everything we've said so far, this is 
<laughs> uh, I do not like list of my, Alex's mom in games. Um, so yeah, definitely no marks, positive marks there. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if we have missed anything. I feel like we've got it covered. It feels like we've gone through this so fast, but what else are we missing? Well, just like the game, I, I actually had a few things. I forgot to put a piece of paper in front of me to note things. I usually do that where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I remember I have to say something about that. And I, I thought of something, and I'm like, yeah, I've forgotten it. Some, something about <laughs> who would want to play the game. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it does. Well, actually, I think we, I did gloss over that a little bit. It's like who would want to play the game. Yeah, I think if you like strategy, um, this is a cool little quick one that scratches an itch of – um, like kind of deck collection or a set collection and deck building to a degree of yeah. where there's some really cool strategy options that you could play here. And like I said before, those decisions of, oh, I've got really good options in my hand, but to play a card, I have to get rid of cards as their cost. Ah, what do I do here? Do I go military? Do I go more, do I go after developments more? Or do I put some planet, a planet down that's going to help me? Or do I just do one or do two? I don't know. So anyway, there's some cool decisions to be had here that I think would satisfy a lot of like people who like more um, uh, complicated games in this yeah. small little game. There, I mean, there are things that I do miss compared to Roll and Race. The, sure. I like, you know, I do like having to look over at my neighbors and going, okay, I've probably got two or three turns before they really take off type of a thing. I mean, you can do that in here, but really you're, it's, as you mentioned, it is very like you're kind of focused on on your own world, on what you are doing, which I I miss. I wish there was a little bit more. I wish there were more variants of oh, if you can get this card to work with their stuff over there. I, right. I I wish there was a bit more of that rather than oh, you know, this one card will get you an extra point for every development they have or you get an extra or a discount on these if they also have a trade pact and it's just like mm, i just wish i wish there was just a little bit more interaction so yeah if if that was one thing that you really enjoyed about roll and and race of being able to go all right i think they're gonna do this so i'm gonna do that 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 is definitely kind of missing yeah that's not that but if that if that part, if that part of those games kind of irritated the heck out of you and frustrated <laughs> you to no end, you'll probably like this game. If if that's what was holding you back on those other games, th- this is this is an interesting go, and I yeah, th- I, I like it. There we go. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it too. Yeah, if especially if you've liked those games, this is a worth one for checking, and it stands out enough, like we said, that it's it sets itself apart as its own thing. Yeah. So you can scratch the itch of those longer games, especially with people who maybe aren't a fan of those bigger, denser games. With with this for sure. All right, Jump Drive. We've done it. We did our best. Um, of course, if you guys have any thoughts, oh, I was no uh, no catchphrase today. I had one and then I forgot what it was. I forgot to write it down. So I will do better <laughs> next week. I promise. It's been a really busy month for us, and I keep forgetting to do one. But I will come back strong next Your week. Your catchphrase is "I'll do better next week." That I is promise. my catchphrase. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. I mean, for that life. essentially is the catchphrase. <laughs> I will do better next week. That's my catchphrase for almost everything. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, of course, you could reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and go down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. We would love to hear from you. And until next time, we will keep 
reviewing these games, and we can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. Bye.